It's not a matter of if, but when a crisis will rock your world. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. My crisis squad and I are here to find solutions. Our suggestions are meant to empower you to handle your own crisis or prevent crises from happening. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek out professionals to help your specific need. What happens when a school sends a note home to families that offends at least half the school's population, angers parents, and causes kids to walk out of class? That's today's topic on The Crisis Files, and what I call the case of the middle school fail. I've got the entire crisis squad here on this one. Steve Silton, business and entertainment attorney. Dr. Cheryl Ziegler, clinical psychologist and author. Dr. Abdul Omari, equity, inclusion, and diversity expert. And Jennifer Hellman, who specializes in reputation management and public relations. All right, squad, you're not going to believe this one. Just got a call from a middle school principal. Here's the scene. It's 100 degrees where he is, so some of the girls at this middle school are, of course, dressing for the weather. Skinny strap shirts. They're trying to stay cool and comfortable, but the school is saying, no, you can't do that. Sent a letter home to parents saying their wardrobe is too distracting to the boys. So lots of issues here, lots of hurt feelings. These girls are going through changes, which are very natural. They're getting body shamed. They're being ridiculed. And the school realizes it messed up, but now they need our help with what to do. I don't think it's a close call. She looked like she had it coming is no longer a legal defense, no sexual assault, and it's not proper middle school policy. That is a policy that must be changed immediately, and frankly, the messaging needs to be very coordinated. I don't know that they're saying that exactly, Steve. They're comparing the fact that boys can't control themselves, that they're allured by a particular look, in the same way that that was a longstanding defense to but a sexual a reality. assault case. I mean, it's just a reality. It's, it's learned behavior as much as it is natural behavior, and, and legally, it's not justifiable. Are we in the 50s? You know, talking about distracting the boys? That's ridiculous. What about just common sense guidance for these kids. What do you mean by common sense guidance, Dr. Z? If this is something that's as easy as, hey, wear a t-shirt, don't show your midriff. How about you wear shorts that are a little bit farther down your thigh because it's distracting to anybody. Why can't we respect that? Like where has modesty gone? Where does the start of self-control though begin? And shouldn't it be taught at a very Not young in adolescence. age? What, and why can't this policy should. just be for boys and girls? I mean, maybe set a tone for decorum and not make it be about body shaming, but really more what is proper, what is respectful to others as they grow up and become thriving adults. But you'd absolutely have to have a gender neutral policy. Obviously the school didn't have a policy that was gender neutral. Correct. I think singling out the girls is the issue here. I mean, Correct. I think that's an important factor. I also think that this is very much in line with the culture that we've created where we victim blame. Explain more about victim blaming, Abdul. So it's your fault that I'm having this reaction to you. And I get that it's different because they're younger. Yet, if we're creating that at such a young age, we'll always continue to use that. Like, I have no responsibility for my actions. It's your fault, dress with more clothing. Jen, I wonder what you think about this. There's nothing wrong with a school having guidelines, having a clothing policy. 
ultimately these kids are going to go out and be productive members of the world. They're going to have to interview for jobs. There are appropriate things you wear for jobs to be able to teach people at a young age that there are appropriate wardrobes for appropriate situations. The problem was how they messaged it. We have a responsibility as the adults in kids' life to teach them how to control their impulses. Yeah, I want to be clear. The school has the right to set reasonable wardrobe policies. What the school cannot legally do is differentiate those policies based on the sex of the student. This is also why just gender neutrality, whenever you're rulemaking, is just a smart way to go. And we also have to remember this is a public school. Schools are empowered when your children are within their walls to have restrictions on them. It's, it's absolutely legal in our country. Things are changing, right? Like I can wear a hoodie today in a more professional setting than I could in 2019 when I would have wore a suit. And kids are seeing that That's too. right. We have to start removing the emotion from this. No matter what they come out and say, they're gonna have people that are upset with them. Fair. Pull together a group of parents, a group of teachers, and a group of administrators, maybe get a couple of students, workshop this. Let's talk plan. We all agree the school messed up, but they can fix this. We've got short-term, medium-term, long-term to deal with here. Initially, they can put out some messaging that says, we're working on this, join our workshopping group. Maybe there's a vote or some sort of town hall discussion about those recommendations. And then make sure the policy is gender neutral. Singling out girls was a big mistake. And give the why, always give the why. When you're imposing rules, especially when they're new, it's really important that they give the why. All right, great job, squad. On to the next crisis. I'd like to thank the members of the Crisis Squad for joining me, Steve Silton, Dr. Cheryl Ziegler, Dr. Abdul Omari, and Jennifer Hellman. Today's Crisis Brief brought to you by Golf Public. One, do not assume. Ask each party how they feel and what they think. Number two, make sure policies are gender neutral. Number three, get advice from your crisis, PR, or legal team. Prepare and plan before a crisis strikes with Goff Public, an award-winning public relations and public affairs agency. Learn more at goffpublic.com. Thank you to the team at Spoke 612 Productions, show producer Angela Dahlman, and Eric Beaudry, our editor, with post-production by Tom Hamilton at Undertone Music. I'm Rashini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.